Welcome to the BeastNet Podcast, proudly presented by the Beast Obstacle Course Racers and sponsored by GH Unders Performance Base Layers. Here we discuss all things athleticism to obstacle course racing, endurance to nutrition, our team, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, my name is Adam Bergenheyer with the Beast OCR. Thanks for tuning in to the BeastNet podcast today. Um, in addition to Mike James, our BeastNet MC, Hello. Uh, every once in a while you'll see myself on the phone as well. Um, and hey Mike, how's it going? Hello, hello. <laughs> um, and then we have a really uh, special guest today. So we've got this cool guy on the phone named Ben Winkleman. Um, go ahead and say hi there for us. Hello. Thanks for thanks for inviting me to the podcast tonight. Oh yeah. Now that um, I've awkwardly introduced everybody, um, Ben is actually the uh, the owner, curator, mad scientist um, behind GH Unders. Uh, GH Unders is has has been a sponsor of BSOCR since uh, before BSOCR existed, and uh, helped Andrew, our, our Beastmaster, um, in bringing together what is now exploded to 1,700 members um, and all sorts of other craziness. So uh, Ben has some really cool base layers, and we want to talk a little bit about Ben and get to know him a little bit. So I guess um, kicking it off here, uh, i got to ask Ben, what, what brought you into the world of obstacle course racing, endurance, everything else what what got you into helping out beasts before beasts were beasts well there were a couple of things actually and and uh, as much as i i uh appreciate everything that you all do um each individual kind of has their own reason for for participating in obstacle course racing and my my experience personal experience with that has been more through the relationships that i've made with people who participate in it more than my own participation really for myself you know i I did a couple of dirty dashes with uh, some soccer teams that i helped coach and and it was fun um but the inspirational stories that i get from different different people who have you know overcome not just obstacles on the course but obstacles in their life and and i knew drew i've known drew uh drew for years and you know I was I was kind of inspired just kind of seeing what he was doing and how it was pulling people together and kind of a common common interest in in basically addressing life's challenges through through an obstacle course race and the fact that that uh, we were making GH unders on the uh, the best base layer in the world uh, uh, it was it didn't take long before I I was told like you know these are the people that are out there really pushing themselves and finding new limits and setting new goals. These people are out in the weather. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, some hundred degree day or, or it starts snowing in the middle of their race. Um, those are the people that really enjoy the benefits of Grace Harper Unders better than anyone else. And so Drew and I, I, I mean, we were friends already. I was kind of watching what he was doing and, and, uh, I don't know that there was any particular day where we just said, hey, we should work together, but um, <laughs> it became pretty obvious that we were going to. And, you know, I, I think Drew, even he had a birthday party or something like that, and he decided he was going to run 
I don't remember how many miles through Grace Harbor County and he didn't have a big fan base at that point but I remember I was like you know what he's going to be finishing pretty close to to Grace Harbor under his headquarters and I went out there and met him pretty late in the dark as he was finishing up his, his challenge and I thought man that guy's just going for it I gotta I gotta help him help other people and and you know kind of forming the nonprofit and trying to establish you know what everything was going to be about for for beasts um I just, I guess we just jumped in and just started coming up with wild ideas. And each time we talked, like, hey, we should do this. And and our whole company, uh, my dad and I own the company, and we just got behind it. You know, we're 100% made in the United States, and we've got a lot of a lot of vets and people that um, really appreciate American-made products that. Uh, you know, I think they just like it that much better that, hey, not, o- not only am I pushing it and wearing some of the best stuff in the world, um, I got it right here in Western Washington. So, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to working with the obstacle course racing. Um, the VSOCRs just kind of seems to be the big, the big base team here. And every time I meet somebody new, it's like, I'm just surprised again and, and get more excited about participating. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And it's funny you mentioned the story about Drew doing the run. We actually talked about that in the interview when I talked to Drew about him doing it. It was actually it was a full marathon that he did. So Yeah, exactly. It was it was for his twenty sixth birthday, right? I'm not he didn't say when it what it, it was for, he just said it was just something he decided to do on his birthday and it was yeah, it was a full marathon because he's insane. Well, he, he finished about two blocks from Grace Harbor under his headquarters, and it was late at night. I was watching him throughout the day, you know, check in here, check in there. And I thought, he's going he's gonna to do this. He's going to finish. Yeah. And I went down there, and I jogged with, I jogged with him. I'm not claiming that I did anything <laughs> cool here. But when he, got, when he got down to the end, he had kind of routed everything, and, and he was going off of his GPS, and he was like, oh, man. I'm not quite done. He was at like his his mapped finish line, but he still had you know another half mile to go or something. So I jogged back and forth with him until we finished off. So he got every step in. It was it was pretty cool, and I was pretty proud of him. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's funny he brought that up too. Yeah, he did. Well, he brought it up because I was talking about I'm a I'm doing my first marathon uh, November 26th. So. We were, we were talking yeah. about it because I'm insane, and I told myself I'd do one before I turned 40, and November 26th is the week before my birthday, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, good luck. Uh, we'll be rooting for you, I bet. No, oh, yeah, I'm going to need the luck, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. You got this. <laughs> hey, if there's one thing I can say about myself, I may not be in the best shape, but I don't know when to quit, so I'm just going to keep going until I finish. <laughs> <laughs> No, he, he's got a good point. We're equally dumb people, so it, it just kind of works out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it, yeah. We're definitely doing that. Not knowing when to quit can be a good thing, I suppose. It can yeah. sometimes, but, I mean, I've spent 13 and a half hours on a Spartan course to make sure my teammates made it, and it, it, it takes it out of you. Yeah. Well, that's the good stuff that I like seeing. I, I just... I love it, and um, I'm not sure that I'm I'm yet convinced that I should 
jump into one of these um, obstacle course racers that or, or races that is more than a, you know anything competitive. I, I don't know that that's for me, but I like being part of it and helping other people get there. So. You know, if that's me rooting in the stands or making sure that they have the right gear, I, I, I like that. And sometimes that's better than than even being out there with them. I mean, that, you're you're that behind the scenes guy that you know you make sure everything happens, and th- those people are as, as important as the people out there on the course. So, yeah, I, I certainly feel that way. When they, I mean, they've set they've set a goal, and whatever that goal is for them. Uh, it's obviously very important. They've dedicated a lot of time and energy training, and and you know they're risking their their health sometimes. Yeah, uh, I want to make sure that I can do anything possible just to help them a little bit to to really making the difference. And oh, that's that's where our company kind of comes from. It's not just in obstacle course racing, but almost anything that somebody's pushing themselves and whether they're choosing to play out in the weather or they work out there every day, um, they need the best base layer in the world and they can get it right here in their backyard. So, Yeah, and I mean, they, they are amazing base layers. I mean, and a lot of people really, they, do, they, they don't think about how important the base layers are. I mean, the base layers are what keeps you from basically getting too cold or too hot. I mean, they're, they're very important. Yeah, probably most important and... and for you guys, you already know this, but maybe some some of your listeners don't. One of the biggest things that makes us different, Grace Harbor Unders different, is that the material has a dry inner layer even when the material gets wet. So it's certainly not waterproof by any means, but if you're sweating a lot or you just go through an obstacle and you're under the water, uh, within seconds of getting out of the water, um, that the water's removed from your skin, so there's actually a dry layer. And as you know, in particular in endurance work, uh, your skin becomes more susceptible to irritation and rash and all kinds of blisters and problems just by the fact it's being regularly exposed to water. So if you can take that out of the the equation, um, we've had many, many of your obstacle course racers and in other professional sports as well say, I mean, that that's why they made new PRs. That's why they broke new records. That's why they won a race, you know. It makes a huge difference when your base layer actually works the way it's supposed to. And yeah, and I mean, I can see that definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've I've used the, the wrong base layers and... Mm-hmm. You just get so cold after you're wet, and if you don't get dried off, it's it's not good. Right. Yeah, I mean, you you put your insulation in your mid mid layer, and of course, like an outer shell. But the the reason it's called a base layer is supposed to be worn against your skin. But its number one most important job is to keep your skin dry. And I'm sorry, but you can go out and search the world, and you will not find a better base layer that actually keeps your skin dry and and you'll find company after company that says that it's wicking and wicking is not enough it's simply a buzzword to sell you clothing and apparel mm-hmm. you need something that actually keeps your skin dry yeah. and uh 
Uh, single layer polyester, polypropylene, capylene, all of those, they sound cool. Some of them look pretty cool. They've got a nice, you know, cool looking logo on it or something. Yep. But when you're out there in the middle of maybe your life's biggest challenge, the last thing you need is some compression fit single layer polyester sticking to your skin and making you uncomfortable. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> I used to be that guy, and it's so funny that you say that, Ben. Uh, and, you know, you've heard me say this before, is I used to be the guy that had the big, you know, you stuff all the time, and I'd wear those, you know, single top and bottom compression layer, and I'd have the matching um, base yeah. layer socks with it, and I think I'd, I'm, I'm good, and then I'd go out, and gosh, two hours into something, I'd be freezing and soaked, yeah. and... It's not doing me any good, and it's holding me back, and it's sticking to my arms, and you know. And after a while, you know, if you need to perform for hours in that kind of gear, you just don't dry off fast enough, especially at night and in like the harsh temperatures of environments of the Pacific Northwest. It sucks. Um, yeah. And so I, I was excited when I got a come down and you know you had someone help get me fitted for GH unders and so I use those I've put on over 100 miles in GH unders in the last several months um, without trying not, not including events right? not including right. you know races I've won them for several Spartan races I wore them uh, during several hurricane heats the 12 hour and the hurricane 24 hour um, yeah. 24 hour and it works and it sounds silly but like no irritation, no weird rashes, none, nothing like that. And I've gone and jumped in the water with the stuff that you have, and I'm dry. You know, of course, the outer layer is wet, but I'm dry. <laughs> it worked. Well, in, in, and in recent months, huge difference. In recent months, we had a we had a demonstration. Um, it was with a, bu- a bunch of sports um, outdoor sports writers, and. A uh, guy was up in front of everybody trying to explain how well they work, and it didn't seem like it was kind of getting across to to some of the writers there. And so we we made sure that they had some of the material in their hand and understand not not just the material, but also in design, like on a waistband, for example. We go from the in the inside and go over the waistband, so it becomes part of the of the apparel rather than many companies will sew on a waistband on the top. Well, we keep the dry side of that material against your skin and go to the outside with the stitching. So also on the inside is not only dry, but the stitching is non-abrasive. You have like one single stitch going across, but it's very durable. And like you said, you've got a few hundred miles. You'll, You'll wear that stuff for years. And you know, on some of those courses, I mean, well, you can wash your clothes for 10 times before you get some of that mud out, right? Yeah. Then that's fine. You just keep right on washing this stuff. I mean, you can, we haven't done this yet. And, I, and maybe maybe you and I should do this at one, at one of our events or something, Adam. But we, I think you could t- maybe pull a small car with this before it would tear. I mean, it's really strong. And that's different than a lot of the others. The, uh, the other base layers that are out there that are they're made to look pretty but they don't function and the, the whole purpose is to get function and uh, I've really tried to do a lot of horrible things I'm in 
<laughs> yeah, if we, maybe we should tow some sort of small car and challenge. I don't know. We'll keep thinking, I guess. That that would be interesting to see. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, what's uh, what's the future of GHNers? What's next? Well, you know, we, we're pretty well known in a lot of uh, smaller, like, niche markets where you really have your expert, that person that pushes themselves. That, that can be, you know, on mountain climbing, uh, a lot of the professional, like, mainstream sports as well. Um, but extreme sports and snow snowboarding. Um, we've got a, some longboard racing. Um Recently, they, they kind of started picking up on, on Grace Harbor Unders and realizing how well it works under their leathers and their helmets. Um, I know that uh, when we look forward, I'm, try- I'm really trying to make sure that it's well known that our company stands behind obstacle course racers that are out there in the community doing good things. And I know that was one of the underlying reasons that, that BSOCR was put together was to to support a particular purpose. It was a, it's a good cause. And just seeing the numbers of people that want to join in with the group and, and uh, participate in workouts together, uh, I, I see our company really having a pretty um, important role in helping those obstacle course racers meet their goals. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to some future events. I want to work with Beast uh, OCR to, to put together some of the endurance events and do what we can as a company to support that. Um, I, I'm looking forward to being made available in, in a more ready fashion. So right now we have a, a website, you know, ghunders.com. You can go there to, to order gear, but it's nice for a lot of people to get their hands on gear. And so, well, we welcome people to come down. We can give them a tour and show them around or even make custom gear for people um, to be able to just stop by your local retailer and pick some up. That's a goal of mine and something that, um, you know, quite frankly, most of the retailers, they, the good ones, they want to support the people that come in there as customers. And so if their customers go in and say, hey, I know you've got five to 10 different base layer companies here that all say that they do the same thing. Um, but what's the really good one, the best one? When you're when you're going to your favorite running store or your, your favorite outfitter or whatever, if you as obstacle course racers are asking for GH unders and telling the people there like, hey, uh, this is what I wear. This is why it's different. This is why I use it. That for us is a big deal because we know that we're accomplishing our goal and helping you. But also, um, I want it to be easier to get. So if, if we can get into more of those retail places, um, I don't see our company slowing down by any means. I would, I would love to further support the whole industry. So, um, you know, I have, I'm really optimistic about how things look in the future. And I would say in the next month, uh, month to two months, we're just going to start taking some baby steps towards a really big goal. And you're going to help our company establish what that goal is um, while we help you. So I know BSOCR is a big team. 
but I know there's a lot of other people and other industries. Um, for most people, this is a this is a extracurricular activity. It becomes part of their lifestyle. But I mean, my my day job is. Uh, I sometimes don't like to admit this because it kind of comes with its things. But uh, I'm an attorney during the week, and so here I am. Yeah, right. <laughs> I object. <laughs> Here I am, uh, you know, wearing a suit, and I've got my my base layers on underneath my suit. I'm going out litigation. I like litigation, and I'm in front of the judge. I know the judge is wearing my base layers under his robe. I think that's awesome. And when we're done, I'm going to go coach soccer that night, and I'll probably coach soccer the next night. And uh, the judge is going to go coach baseball, and he's going to coach a team that's called DH Unders. There's a traveling baseball team, and I just, I just love it. Every single one of those kids is outfitted with it. And when we send all our kids out onto the soccer fields in western Washington, you're generally talking about a mud pit with maybe, you know, an inch of nice mud on the top. That's some of the best soccer around. And when those girls and boys that are just getting introduced to the sport are put in the proper gear, they feel so much more powerful than the other teams. They'll look over there, and I, I won't say the names of the other the other companies, but <laughs> they, they've, they've got some base layers on, and I just get a little giggle inside because I know what's going to about to happen. And it's not long before those kids are kind of shivering and moving over to the side and they want to be subbed out. Here's these kids outfitted in GH Unders and they're just out there crushing it. Yeah, that's <laughs> I awesome. It. I mean, it's a, it's a visual advantage. You can see it as a fan or a parent just sitting there like going, wow, my kid is really doing so much better than everybody else who's not wearing that gear. It's an advantage in high school and college sports. The coaches that are familiar with our stuff or professional sports, they they realize that it's an advantage to have the right gear. And you know, sometimes it's a disadvantage to have to to have to wear a particular logo on your gear. I agree with that completely. You're listening, um, and you love your children. Go by you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Don't you want them to have the best? I mean. It's kind of rude, really. Like, hey, it looks like it's going to rain four inches of rain today. And, well, it's 34 degrees, so at least it's not snow. All right, get out there, son. Have a nice game. You sit there in your car or what? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure my son, I mean, that's pretty much the whole reason my son didn't want to play soccer. He's like, it's too cold, Dad. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had I had a great time tonight, and I and I – at our soccer practice, it was hailing tonight. It, just enough to, you know, I think I said this earlier, sting your face and have oh. have some big mud puddles out there. And the wind started coming down, and I thought, yes. And pretty soon I'm looking around, and I mean, almost every kid on my team obviously is wearing their GH unders, right? And they're just got the biggest smiles, and I'm I'm able to just scream like, "Yes, this is awesome! You guys are starting to sprinkle," and they're like, "Coach, come on, this is this is crazy!" They are absolutely loving. That's awesome. You know what? We should take a quick. We, it can change an entire sport. It can. We should take a quick second for a, a commercial break. 
Tarver Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors. If you work up a sweat, Gray's Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. Back from break. Welcome back. Welcome back. So that was so that was one of your sponsors, huh? Yeah, our favorite sponsor. Before. Yeah, GH Hunters, huh? Yep, our favorite so, sponsor. From, from what I hear, from what I hear. <laughs> Not that you know anything about it. <laughs> well, this podcasting pretty cool. I I really like that you guys are are getting this put together and and. Uh, the, everything's looking cool and working pretty well. Is this something, uh, I'll start asking you guys some questions. Is this is something that you're going to incorporate into the, the Beast website? Yes, uh, Adam's been working on... Like back versions or something? Yeah, Adam's been working on putting that in and then there's a website for the podcast as well that will be linked into the, the Beast website. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you guys are doing some good good work. It's cool to see it starting to come together. Yeah, it is. Uh, I've been I've been a member of the Beast for about two years, and gosh, actually, I think it's been longer than that now. Um, but uh, it's I love it, and I mean, I I feel like I'm home. So nice. Yeah. So well, you know, uh, you asked you asked a little bit about the future. I think uh, Adam, for you and and some other others that have come out to to see our manufacturing facility. We've got, we've got an 11,000 square foot facility that is, um, used to be a municipal swimming pool and we've converted that to our manufacturing facility and then uh, directly adjacent to it is an old, for most of its life, it was the local YMCA building and we purchased that building. It's a, an additional 19,000 square feet that we can expand into and so um, just today, in fact, we were we've been talking with some people to um, what what does the future look like for us in expansion, getting some additional machines and employees, and um, pursuing a, a market. Um, obviously, one of the largest retailers in the world is Amazon, right? So oh, yeah. I think it's time for us to to venture into that world. And uh, I know all those Prime members are out there looking for free shipping. And that's one reason we, we did that on our website. Like, if you go on there now, you can, sometimes it's free shipping. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, further reduced. But because we are the actual manufacturer, we get to decide what we're going to do. And uh, so we're looking forward to getting on to Amazon. Um, there are a few other larger retailers that I'm working with their buyers but we'd like to get um that's how we intend to be more readily available so and i think that's awesome I, I mean you know to have such a great product and have it be so close to us is amazing yeah and, and we're i've been working with adam a little bit you know we've got the beast elite group um you know top basically we took some applicants we got uh, three women and three men. Um, mm-hmm. 2016 was the first time we did that. 2017, we did that. And and I like how we're further developing 
what that means to be a Beast Elite um, uh, member, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to continuing to develop that program. I think next year we'll have a few changes, and I'm looking forward to working with, with Adam and Drew and uh, whoever else is uh, responsible for working that with the, with you guys. Um, I, I think that's a neat program. I know that we've got a lot of at least local kids here in Grays Harbor that look up to the Beast Elite, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of had some, we had some uh, anti-bullying campaign going on out here, and, and I know it was pretty cool to have some of the elites uh, talk to some soccer players on some of the soccer teams and uh, to come out here and do a free public workout. We didn't, we didn't want to overemphasize what it was, um, but we've done it twice and a few more people each time. And now we got this Christmas party thing coming up and, uh, you know, I don't know how well attended it's going to be, but I wouldn't mind if a few hundred people showed up, but if it's 50 people, that would be awesome as well. Um, but the local, the local CrossFit gym, um, they were, they were really excited to hear that you were doing that here in our community and that they could also work with the local manufacturer so they're gonna they're gonna put together some uh work out of the day i think for the following morning after the party and and uh i'm just i'm looking forward to a lot of that that type of interaction so oh, that sounds good. we can invite somebody down we love giving tours um we've had uh two or three uh different uh tv shows that have been in there and recording we had a music video from someone on the voice a lady named erica corbin she's a really amazing singer she did a little fourth of july ditty there you're right in our manufacturing facility um that was really cool and she's done three other music videos in the, the adjacent building so uh i mean that kind of stuff's just awesome and Anything we can do to, to help better a person that's we're trying to provide solutions to people's problems by making sure that they have apparel that works as hard as they do. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I mean apparel is very important. Well. I mean that's I think that's why we go hand in hand, right? I mean your mission is just like ours. Ours is to help support people in their transformation to their next best version of themselves. And that, yeah, I'm not sure. For everybody. I'm not sure where you guys wanted to go with this, but I, I'm really looking forward to working on on some of the endurance stuff that that you can schedule out in this area. And I know you had a this last weekend. Um, I had soccer games and I couldn't couldn't participate, but you guys had a workout out here in Grace Harbor, and uh, I think that's pretty pretty cool we've got a lot of people out here that are not used to having that available and i think that that locally will just be a program that will grow uh, i'm hoping to participate a little bit more in that uh, whichever way i can whether it's in making arrangements for the facilities or or uh you know trying to get gear to the site that sort of thing but don't we have a big endurance thing scheduled out here Drew? um adam <laughs> uh yeah ghost yeah uh, actually 
I can't I, wait. I, I, I seriously cannot wait. <laughs> well, the, the final paperwork is almost done. I need to get it over to you um, before I leave tomorrow for vacation. But yeah, uh, yeah, we should we should talk about that for a minute. Um, and Mike, I don't know. Yeah, if let's talk too much. About I, I, I can't I can't wait for it. I've heard a little bit about ghosts, but not a whole lot. Oh man, lay it out, Adam. Lay it out. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's let's uh, let's review a few things. Uh, okay. So January, uh, down just outside of Hoquiam, um, and thank you, Ben, for helping us uh, helping us get a very special place. It's 88 acres of just gorgeous Pacific Northwest forest. Uh, with a little bit of everything mixed into it. Um, people can expect every type of Pacific Northwestern terrain almost in that area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super challenging. That, that area is generally known uh, locally as the Wainuichi Valley, but it's in Grace Harbor and it's not, not far from our facility. Uh, yeah, and it's perfect. So Ghost is uh, it's a little different. It's been something that was kind of a crazy idea I had, I want to say, just about a year ago, um, when uh, just before Beast Baker came into play originally. Mm-hmm. Um, think uh, completely team versus team with a little bit of endurance, um, covert reconnaissance, and survivor amazing race mixed in. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> totally nerdy. Uh, wow. So, no, that was there. It's awesome, man. It's fun. Um, so, how, I'll, I'll, I'll dive a little bit more into how it works. And I don't think really we've kind of talked about it too much publicly. So, how it works is this a lot of our other endurance events or other endurance type events by some of the other companies out there. It's a lot of PT, physical training, you know, you're doing your push-ups, you're doing this, or it's a lot of rucking, you're going to carry your weight, and you're going to do this. And those are all fun and challenging and hard, and they're great, and I love them. Um, but I wanted to try something different, right? So what if we take that, and what if we take all the infractions out of it, but make them team-based infractions, and make them team-based infractions that you award the other team? And then what if we take all the timeline out? What if we make it then mission, resource, time task, and side mission based? I know that's a lot, and I, I need to be a little ambiguous on this for now, but what if you can pick exactly, as a team, how you want to tackle the night? And competing directly against you as the other team. And there are some very specific rules on how you can interact with the other team, and there's not and there's some purposeful gray areas right and the best part is it's done when one of a couple things happens either one team completes all missions and gathers all the resources or one team gathers all the resources and completes all the side missions so there's two edges to it right and they all have their own levels of difficulty they all have to be done together as a team and or in special fashions. And everything is awarded or taken away from each other's teams. Um, and it's not going to be easy, right? It's not something where you say, okay, we need to go 
and do a thousand sit-ups. Okay, that's cool. There's 20 of us on our team, 20 on their team. How do we tackle, you know, a thousand sit-ups? And there's a bunch of different ways we can do it. And that's, that's great, but that's not what this is. Yeah, there's going to be elements of that together, but what if you had to take, and this is where some of those thematic elements from, like I mentioned earlier, Survivor, right? Outwit, Outlast, Outplay, um, is I think their old motto. And some of the elements of The Amazing Race, what if you have to get certain things to certain places in certain ways at certain times and do it without the other team even knowing? Yeah. Well, I'm the biggest premise. I'm, just, I'm looking forward to, to Ghost and... Um, we're, we're as a company, um, looking forward to supporting that. I, I've been watching the property and I think Adam was trying to keep you up to speed on that as well, but we're talking about the real Pacific Northwest forest and, um, you know, there's wildlife out there. (laughs) I've, I've seen some awfully big, uh, bear and cougar and, and, uh, bobcat, coyote, and elk and deer. I mean, this this place is, it's not like it's on the edge of the earth, but there are a lot of animals in there and it's not it's not all that much disturbed. It's gonna be a really cool place to put out that, that ghost challenge. I just, I'm really excited for it. And, and who knows, it could be anything from what, four or five inches of rain a day <laughs> to, you know, six inches of snow or, it, I mean, maybe it's gonna be super dry. The whole thing will be changed by the weather in any event. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching some people really push and see how hard they can work their Grace Harbor Unders in that particular (laughs) event. Well, speaking of pushing, the, the best part is it sounds tough, right? It sounds kind of ridiculous. And to a degree it is, but it's... And this is where I have pained myself over it and raked myself over the coals several times is making it approachable by anybody of any athleticism level. And yeah, that makes it tough. That's tough for the coordinator, the planner. And it, yeah, it is tough. And, you know, some people might go, well, I don't want to get on a team with Billy because Billy's not, you know, some crazy fast runner. Well, it's not about that. See, and that's the thing is I'd be the guy that nobody wants on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's specifically what I've written it against. Yeah. Yeah. The perception that, oh, this guy, they don't look fast. They don't look strong. They don't look like they've got grit. To take all that away. To take all that well, away Tom, and put people in an equalized environment where they have to go succeed together. Adam, um, when do people sign up for this? Well, I'm so happy you said something. Um... After we get that, uh, are you really or are you being sarcastic? No, I'm. I'm actually legitimately happy you said that. Uh, <laughs> after I get I the final, see, I can't see your face on a podcast. So I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. I'm happy. Uh, yeah, I just have to get the final paperwork over to you for review. Um, I'm hoping that we can go live before I get on the plane tomorrow. Oh, really? Okay. Nice. Yeah. So that'd be something. See, that's one thing that, you know, I'm glad you're you're trying to make it so that, like, really anybody can be involved. Because that's been one of my biggest problems with, like, endurance events. I mean, most people who know me in real life, I'm kind of a big guy. And I'm not the most athletic. Um, 
up until two months ago, I'd smoked for 20-something years. So I'm not the guy that usually, you know, like in an endurance event, they're going to be like, yeah, that's the guy I want on my team. I'm usually the guy that everyone's like, yeah, I don't really want him around. You know, so it's good that you're going to try and make it so even a big guy like me could do good. Yeah. GH Unders. Yeah, you definitely need to. Are you, come on out to the Christmas party. I should be there. Yeah? Loving it. Looking forward yeah. to seeing you there. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for your time. And, uh, Ben, thank you so much for making some time to chat with Mike and I. You, uh, you're the man, and we, we deeply appreciate No problem. You, you know, I could talk all night. That's just what I do. <laughs> yeah, uh. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys, you all, the whole, the whole Beast OCR family. When when you need something from Grace Harbor Unders, don't hesitate to give us a call. You got it. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Yep. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast, brought to you by the Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Like us, great. Join us at Facebook or BeastOCR.com.